there, I'm Mel Hyatt, and you are listening to the Single Momcast by Arise Ministries. Today, we are going to cover a painful topic. We'll spend this podcast talking with a professional on the topic of suicide, how it has affected us and our children, and what we are supposed to do with this idea of suicide. I have with me Pam Keneally. Pam, thanks for being here. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Me too. I would never want to do this without you. No, well, we're (laughs) in this together, so. (laughs) Pam, would you do the honor of introducing our guest today? You know what? I I would really love to. I um, am so impressed with with Brandy in a lot of ways. Number one, because a really good friend, when I asked her about doing a podcast, she says, oh no, you need to talk to Brandy. You need to meet Brandy. And it was Brandy, Brandy. So here she is, friends, Brandy. (laughs) Brandy Lobato is with us. And you know what? I see why this friend had recommended Brandy because she is a licensed clinical social therapist or worker who works at OU Physicians Women's Health Clinic here in Oklahoma City as a behavioral health uh, consultant. Uh, she's been with OU Physicians for over two years, and she just, she knows her stuff. And the thing, you know, she was raised by a single mom, and maybe she'll tell us a little bit about that. But um, Brandy is a professional and is going to talk to us today about this very difficult topic that we don't know how to talk about. In fact, she labeled it as the hidden health crisis of today. And it grieves my heart. Um, I am so glad to hear how Brandy's going to help us with this difficult matter today. So, Brandy, thank you for coming in today. Yeah, thank you for We're having just me. Just really glad to have you. Yeah, Pam, thanks for letting our listeners understand um, that Brandy has got this covered professionally. Mm-hmm. Brandy, I want to ask you, what would you like our listeners to know about you? Yeah, so um, I'm a sing. I well, I was a single mother. I remarried five years ago, um, but mostly raised my children up to young adults as a single parent. Um, have had many traumas, went through domestic violence, many hard times. Um, as Pam mentioned, I actually was raised by a single parent, <laughs> so um, I know those shoes that you're walking in. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. Sometimes when I'm listening to a podcast. Uh, I like to know, as you, a single mother, are listening, I like to know that my speaker can relate to me and she understands where I'm walking because that means so very much. And Brandy can certainly do that today, single mom, as you're listening to this. So let's just jump right into it. And as we're talking about this very heavy topic on my heart today, Brandy, what do people mean when they refer to suicide? Yeah, Pam. Um, Well, just to make it pretty simple, suicide happens when a person takes an actual action to end their life um, or fails to protect their life. And so we we see both of those things happen. We see some passive acts where maybe someone accidentally, you know, takes some medication and drinks too much. And then we see more direct measures where someone actually maybe makes plans and, and plans out the way that they're going to end their life. Um, but just to define, just to define it, thoughts about ending your life, we call those suicidal thoughts. Um, a suicidal crisis, on the other hand, is a, a, just a brief period of time when a person's the most at risk for taking their life due to the action that they're taking. It usually only lasts a few minutes, and sometimes it happens more than once. Okay. Brandy, I spent 16 years working with teenagers, <laughs> and unfortunately, 
a lot of that time was spent around this topic and I visited mental hospitals way more than I would have ever wanted to. So I know that suicidal thoughts and tendencies and um, just suicide in general is something that really plagues our young people, but who is at risk for this? Is it something we grow out of? Is it going to affect all of us? Just who who is at risk for suicide? Yeah, so the, the short answer is really anyone under the right set of circumstances is at risk for suicide. But generally, as we age, the risk does go down if we stay connected to people. And that is so important. It's such a fascinating finding hmm. that connection to other human beings helps us want to stay in this world and makes us want to live our lives. Um, but just some of the general risk factors as far as suicide goes, typically being Caucasian or um, Asian American or of Asian descent, um, having a history of mental illness or substance abuse addiction, obviously having had a previous attempt is going to put you at risk for suicide. Men in general are, are um, more susceptible than women to following through on suicide attempts. So we call them completed, for lack of a better term right now. Mm-hmm. Um, people who live alone are at an increased risk. And people under the age of 30, and especially people who are just isolated or marginalized in our population. Mm, that's so interesting facts mm-hmm. for us to keep in mind. How does... Brandy, how would you say that suicide impacts us in our daily lives? Yeah, so suicide, we don't typically think about it a lot during our daily lives, but it can come out of the blue. Like I said, a suicide crisis, it can happen anytime, anywhere. It could be a friend calling you up out of the blue. Um, I remember when my kids were in high school, they would tell him, they would tell me how they would help their some of their friends that were suicidal at school because that, you know, that child didn't want to go talk to the counselor or their parents. Um, so often it has no warning. Um, it's a real, you know, public health crisis. Almost 50,000 Americans take their lives each year. And that's with 1.38 million attempts. Mm. Wow. It's a huge, huge number that, and we just don't talk about it. On average in Oklahoma, every 11 hours, someone takes their life. Wow. Yeah. Do you see... And what you do, are you seeing that the amount of suicides increases when we go through something like we experienced with COVID or the recession or those big things that are happening in America? Are you seeing that those are affecting the numbers as well? You know, I anecdotally, I thought, yes, there has to be more suicide when those stressors increase. Really what is what is key is connection and being able to get help. Okay. Um, during some stressors, we really don't see an increase in the number. We see a difference in the population. So it's what populations given that crisis are more vulnerable. Okay. So the numbers kind of shift to a different group. You know, I just want to say, Brandy, that um, mom, if you're listening today and you've had those thoughts and... Um, Maybe you are having those thoughts right now. Uh, personally, I just I just want to say that everybody feels down at time. Kids can get on your nerves. Relationships, laundry demands, I don't know, health declines, sudden loss, all these things, death of a spouse, a child can put us under. We can, they, oh, can so easily overwhelm us. And I'm sure, Brandy, that you'd agree that life is difficult and unpredictable and distressing mm-hmm. and all Absolutely. those things are normal. But, Mom, I just want you to know that thoughts of suicide 
are not a normal response to these stressors. And that's when you need to look under the hood and get help. It reminds me, I heard a story one time of somebody driving down the road and the red blinking light was going on saying something was wrong under the hood. And it's time to pull over and lift the hood up and take a look. And and you had mentioned getting professional help. You know, I if 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 your blinker is going on right now, uh, this this podcast has come to you. I believe directed by God, who loves you so much, to stop and take a look at this and and to see what what help is available to you. And um, I just I just wanted you to know that this may be. God's appointed time for you to, to come to you. And I just appreciate what Brandy has to say to us about that. So Brandy, let me just ask you before we go into the next question, how normal are the thoughts of suicide for people? Is that normal? You know, I think it's, it's fairly normal to have a passing thought of, gosh, you know, life is really tough right now. If something happened, I might be okay with that as a very fleeting thought. But when we see those thoughts start to become contiguous on a daily basis, day after day, that that is not normal. And that really is a mental health emergency. And and you need to talk to someone and get help. They need to call a professional. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. You know what? Let me ask you this. Um, Brandy, uh, how can maybe I help others who are thinking about suicide. I, I had an, yeah. an experience one time where I had visited with a single mom who was just in the act of getting ready to had called me. Oh. And it was so alarming to me. And I learned a lot about it during that. First thing I did was to throw up a prayer immediately, just just prayer for just helping me know what to do. But but how can I how can I help someone who today who's thinking about suicide? Sure. Well, you know, the big thing really is communication is key. Talk to them about it and don't be afraid to use the word suicide. We know that that does not increase the chances of following through with the suicide plan. Um, Listen to their feelings, validate their concerns, let them realize and and show them that you really are listening to what they have to say. Um, The next thing you would want to do is you would want to help to reduce access to any lethal means. So, what do I mean? What do I mean by that? Um, we would want to make sure there were no guns in the home. Mm-hmm. We would want to make sure that they didn't have pills, things like that, that are very easy to get a hold of to hurt themselves. Then we would persuade them to reach out to either a therapist or their physician. Right? We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna make sure that they get help. Now, if if the person is experiencing a suicide crisis, this is where. They're in the act, just like Pam was describing. We want to call 911. We don't want to leave that person alone. And we want to stay there until help arrives. Mm, that's, that's, that's a good thought. Um, how would a single mom help herself yeah. if she's thinking about suicide? That's a little bit different. Yeah, so, so this one we kind of hit on um, earlier as well. You know, it's very hard for single moms to be vulnerable. It's very hard to reach out and to say, I need help. And and part of the reason is because we're so busy all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but let people into your life. Let those people know that you're having those thoughts. Go ahead and take those extra steps on your own to remove any lethal items in your home. Remove the guns, the pills. You don't need to have them there. And especially if you have children, you're going to want to do that anyways. Um, reach out to a therapist or let your doctor know. Um, there's a website that you can go to here in the state of Oklahoma. 
If you're experiencing a suicide emergency or crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. Um, we also have a national suicide hotline. Mm -hmm. I can give that number out if you'd like yes, me to. Yes, absolutely. I was just about ask, ready to ask you to give that out. Sure. That's 800-273-8255. And if you don't like to talk on the phone, if you would rather text, you can text the word TALK, T-A-L-K, to 741741. And just remember that, that saying that you're having a problem is not a sign of weakness. Mm. I love that. Saying yeah. you have a problem is not a the fact that shows how brave you are, don't you think? It's just the opposite. It really does. You know, in my therapy office, I get the bravest of the brave women that come through my door. Yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, something that I experienced um, working with teenagers was we found a lot of the parents were really, for lack of better words, ashamed that their children were going through this or had mm -hmm. these thoughts um, and they were too afraid to talk to people about it yeah. until it was too late. And I just, I hated that for them. And I wanted to just get up and tell all of the parents, you have nothing to be ashamed of and you don't have to be embarrassed. You have got to talk to people. And um, we often found that we were contacted once it was too late. Mm -hmm. um, and so I want to ask you, when we need to tell these single moms, especially you have nothing, you haven't done anything wrong, or if you <laughs> no. did, like there's still grace there, but what is some advice you have for these single moms who have a child that is struggling with this? Yeah. Well, first of all, my heart goes out to you. Um, it is no sign of, of weakness to tell that to a friend or, or a family member, you know, something as simple as a breakup during the teenage years, just because they're so tough anyways, can really spur a suicide crisis in your child. And so it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent. It doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. And I just want you to know that it really is a sign of strength as a parent to be able to admit when your family needs some help. Yeah, I agree with you. Yes, and absolutely. You know, and two, I just want to say, you know, that's concerning your child, but I'm just, again, thinking about the mom right now. That I just want to remind you, this is a temporary problem. Um, whatever is stressing you to want to do something, it's temporary. Trust me, life is about seasons. Life rotates in seasons. I promise you, single mom, this, I know, because I've been through many of them. Life rotates in seasons. The season you are in now will change. Isn't that right, Brandy? Life absolutely right. rotates in seasons. So you just need to know that suicide is the wrong permanent solution mm -hmm. to a temporary problem, that this will pass. Do what Brandy has said Call a friend, call a professional, call a pastor, call a counselor, and let somebody lead you through this because your children uh, deserve a mom who who has shown them how to work through problems herself, and there is help for you. And I'm so thankful that Brandy has told us how to do that. And, you know, Mel, before you maybe ask her another question, I just, I just want to remind the moms again that you are not alone. I want to remind you that you matter. There's nobody like you. You are valuable. Um, God made you special. You are loved. And, and you know, God says that he, in Psalms, it says he is near the brokenhearted and the crushed in spirit. And I remember a time 
as a brand new single mom, so crushed in spirit, just crushed in spirit. And to know that he is near, that you are not alone, like Brandy talked about, is so valuable to train your mind and to think about the things that that are true in that way and to, and to get help. Yeah. Brandy, thank you so much for your expertise and your passion and compassion and um, yeah. everything that you went through personally as well. My final question for you today is, do you have just a final thing that you would like to say to our listeners who are single moms? Mm. I know you've said a lot, <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know, I, um, Having been a single mom and being almost 44 now, I feel like I have a few years under my belt. Time really heals all wounds. And Mm. so I know that's a really cliche thing to say, but it's absolutely true. And you learn this as you get older. Yeah, (laughs) And you learn to think, take things with more grace. Um, If you are considering suicide and what Pam said is absolutely true, it's a, it's a permanent solution to a very temporary problem. Yeah. That is good. Time is, time is in our favor. Mm -hmm. I always will tell friends or people that I know going through this, that it might not get easier, but you are going to get better in time. (laughs) You are going to get better. And I believe that that you will. And, um, well, you know, one of the things that really stuck out to me that you said that, um, can be really helpful to overcome these thoughts and these feelings is to make sure that you're not isolated or alone. And I was just thinking about, um, as we close, the mom who might feel that way or be in a season of loneliness and have no control over that. Um, And so I wanted to read this verse uh, out of Isaiah that can remind us that even when we are physically alone, that we have a creator that is still next to us. And it's out of Isaiah 41.10, and it says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So mom, as you are waiting for maybe your next appointment with your therapist or uh, for that friend to get there or for this season to pass, um, know that while you might feel physically alone, that the God that created you, that he is He is with you. And he says that in this verse. So we just pray that over you today, that in this season that um, loneliness does not overcome you. And we are praying that the Lord sends people around you and that you are able to find help um, that can listen and walk you through this, um, this season. I love that Pam brought that up, that this is a season and it will pass as well. So uh, we are going to end this podcast today reminding you that this is just one of many resources on this topic. Uh, There are people out there like Brandy that are here to walk alongside you and people like Pam who will pray for you and be there when you call and cry with you. Um, And we just want you to know uh, that Arise is here praying for you and that we hope that this resource lands on your ears with just a sweetness that gives you peace and lets you catch your breath. It's our prayer that you seek help when you need it and that you are strong enough to help those around you when they need it. So thank you for listening today, moms. We are here with you and for you. 